Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Sean Lill from Ring General Radio, and you're listening to the 4D Podcast Network. Levels. Well, well, well. It's that time again, bro. What time is that? Culture Cast Radio time. Oh, shit, is it Thursday again? Believe it or not, it happens at least once a week. Wow, on average. That's what I heard. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to 40 Podcast and Network. And we're live, pal. Yeah, we are. Live from New Thompson Studios in the murder capital of Minnesota, Coon Rapids. This is new information to me like a month ago, maybe two months ago. Yeah, straight murders. Huh. Cool. As compared to curved murders. Yeah, I mean, you gotta watch out for those. Coming at you. You never see them coming. Oh, man. We've got a three-man show tonight. Got some bad props for the two-man show last week. We did well, apparently. Apparently, we didn't fuck up too bad. All right, well, good. Yeah, yeah. Square count. That's one for me. Yeah. Oh, fuck. There's one for you. Oh, man. I am one third cup of this culture cast cake. I am the producer. I'm pushing the buttons and the dials, including playing with bass. My has my loads. I'm Stubby J. Uh, joining me as always, my best friend. Best friend. He is uh, the heir to the ice cream throne. He is Mr. 300. He is Ryan Coos. Hey, happy Halloween, buddy. Hey, happy Halloween to you, too. I dressed up today as, as um, a Best Buy employee. I was a disgruntled Best Buy employee <laughs> oh. earlier. Uh, and then I hosted a, a kids trivia show from my workplace, which nice. is tons of fun. It's so much fun. And then I, I have a pair of, of uh, PJs. That's a giant bar. Nice. And it was warm as hell in that studio. I bet. <laughs> the bear costume. Didn't on. think that one through, did ya? Oh, I did. It was fine. Oh, okay. that's fair. Well. I, learned, uh, I learned that sometimes, and this sounds real stupid, but uh, sometimes it's all about your mind and, and where you put your mindset. Yeah. Um, like, uh, I got this stupid mentality from MASH. 
Okay, Aaron Al- uh, Alan Alda. Alan Alda, yeah. yeah. But uh, the Jamie Farr character of Corporal Klinger okay. uh, at one point in time uh, would wear his full-on fatigues in the middle of the summer out there, and it's it's hot. Yeah, it's it toasty. And it's very toasty. And everybody was like, why the, how in the fuck are you wearing this shit? Like, it is hot as hell out here. And he goes, it's all in your mind. I just picture myself outside in the cold without a coat on. Huh. And then you tell your brain you're outside without a coat on. And that's essentially what happened. So for my wedding, uh, when I got married, I got married in Hawaii. Oh, damn. Yeah. Uh, 98 degree day in the middle of uh, March out there in Hawaii. Wow. And I'm in a full fucking suit. Yeah. And just told myself through my mindset, it's cold as hell out here. Yeah. It's frigid. It's chilly. How, how was the ball batter, though? That probably had to be some... Uh... Oh, she she was stank. That's for sure. <laughs> Super stank. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, eh, it is what it is. I look pretty. Yeah, that's what it's all about. I uh, found, found out later that uh, my zipper was down the whole time. But uh, You got to get ventilation, man. Well, I was, uh, maybe that's why it was so cold out there. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was funny because they we went down to take pictures on the beach. And while on the beach, yeah, legitimately, uh, my now ex-wife was like, yo, you're zippers down i was like what and she thought that i just put it down for the pictures no 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 whole fucking time oh boy point a to point z that's all the way down awesome yeah man how the the hell was your weekend how was your week week's good what the hell did i do all week i don't know i got bit by my cat on the nose this morning oh steve steve that little asshole no that's what happens when you name your cat steve well yeah was he playing with your nose ring no i I was just carrying him up the stairs kind of cradling him like a baby and all of a sudden he just sits up and goes right at my schnoz maybe then he's like i'm not a little kid anymore god damn it let me walk my own steps yeah well steve well it's it was really adorable too because i i i'm i'm still learning about the the cat sensibility i've never yeah. been a cat person in my life yeah um but the next like half hour until i left for work that little bastard was sure like all up in my business trying to be all cuddly and like he knew he fucked up oh so it sounds like one of my coworkers. <laughs> yeah probably guy who knows that he just straight up <laughs> fucked up so like he tries to make up for it with like lots of loves yeah he just came was I'm purring by me i'm like sorry. steve i'm not ready for you right now i love you but i don't like you yeah i don't i, <laughs> I love you but I don't like I you, don't right, like now. you right now. Fuck, what a great movie. You oh, name that man. movie? Uh, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Benjamin God, Barry. You were the best. You were the best. Dude, ever. rom-coms, no joke. Fucking love them. Same here. We should, have a, we should have a rom-com trivia. Yes. Trivia go at. Man, let's do it. Off. We'll have to talk to Jason. Make yeah. up some questions for us, for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, and, and there's uh, So I got, a, I got tonight's game, uh, of course. Yeah. Uh, with three-man show, we don't usually do best worst. Where, so, where's our fourth this week? Uh, I'll give you a guess. Uh, well, he's either at home or he's at Brick and Bourbon, but oh, since I, they're one and the same. I, yeah, exactly. So I think you, you nailed it on the nose. Right, uh, so. Last minute, got called into work. It's the yeah. Halloweens, man. Yeah, it's just, hopefully he makes good money. I think they they might have some sort of costume contest or some sort of other random Halloween bullshit over at the Brick and Bourbon tonight. Yeah, sounds about right. Who knows? Who knows? Not me. Wonder how many Collins across the country there are going to be tomorrow. With it being Halloween tonight, tomorrow being Friday. Yeah, I see. I foresee a lot of three day weekends. Yeah, it's and kind of like Super Bowl Sunday almost. Well, with daylight savings. Yeah, and the Nationals winning the World Series. Well, you know there is that. 
Yeah. People actually paid attention to the Nats? Uh, no, not so much, but it was the first ever World Series where a home team did not win a game. Huh. Not one game was won by the home teams. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a fun that. fact. It is a fun fact. It was also a fun fact that the uh, the Nats were like 19 and 30 at the start of June <laughs> or end of June and then what came back to win the whole goddamn thing. <laughs> yeah. Good on you, I keep Nats. Seeing, I keep seeing stuff on the interwebs today about how Bryce Harper was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to bring a title to the Nationals. Well, he did. All he had to do was he had leave. To leave. <laughs> yeah, that was the main thing is he had to leave. Yep. The other thing that I saw, too, is that uh, now every single pitcher, I want to say from like the 2015 Detroit Tigers uh, starting lineup now has a ring. <laughs> no shit. I heard, too. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I fucking people who have those kind of stats is ridiculous. It's amazing. Uh, so I've got game tonight. Game's going to be a fun one, but I, I want to figure out whether or not you and Jason want to tie in uh, points from birthdays this week into that game to make it a super game. I mean, I suppose we could. I think I think part of the... I think we have to wait for the other party to be yeah. able to make the decision. So. I think, well, at least my take. I mean, part of the charm of the birthdays is just he's just throwing out fucking numbers. You know, I mean, he's he clearly does the pop culture math and tries to work it out, and I do that sometimes. Yeah, but. game this week's going to be a bit of pop culture math as yeah. well. All right, well, fuck it. I'm, fuck it, we'll do it live. We'll do it live. I don't care. He'll okay. be here in fucking five to ten. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, well, let's not wait for him for some news, yeah? Yeah. Now it's time for CCR News. Are you guys really going to call it that? I mean, you know about the band, right? Oh, yeah. Now that tickles me in a way that if Loretta tickled me in that way, I'd say, that's nice. Either way, here to get you caught up on all things pop culture is Cruz, Jason, and Stubby J. Boom. Uh, new releases this week, huh? Yeah, yeah let's oh, talk about man. it. Oh, let's, let's do that. Come on. Uh, Queer Eye has got a shortened uh, season, a uh, new one coming out tomorrow. Yeah, I saw this. They're in what, Japan? Japan! Queer Eye, we're going to Japan. Japan. Yeah, man. Huh. I'll be... They've gone international. Yeah. I wonder uh, what made them decide on Japan over, like, France or some shit. I don't know. Cool trip. I mean, I suppose if they're if it's getting paid for by Netflix, that might as go well where, go wherever the fuck you want. Don't see why not. Yeah, uh, brand new series starting on HBO this week called uh, His Dark Materials. Have you seen anything for this? I've not. I've heard the name, Oof. but I've not seen any based, any stuff stuffs. It's based off of a book. I don't know which book though is the thing. I think it's called His Dark Materials. Two children embark on a magical adventure through a parallel universe. Mm. Uh, dude, names in this. Yeah. Uh, James McAvoy, uh, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Okay. Uh. I think you might have mentioned something about this last week. Maybe briefly I did. Ruth Wilson is in this one. Okay. Um, some other person is in it. You said HBO? HBO starts, starts on, uh. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. The name McAvoy just uh that's a that's worth seeing it. McElroy. Oh, that's the one I want to do. Hey guy. 
Oh, hey. All right, good to see your face. Yeah, hey, welcome back. I missed it last week. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah. Can I hear me? Uh, yeah. Okay. You Maybe. Look, you look Hello. like uh, one of the guys yeah. from Boondock Saints right now. It's the jacket. And kind of the hair, too. It is the is hair it? as well. Can you speak in an Irish accent? No. <laughs> hey, well, I mean, uh, hey, I don't think you can. I don't think you can either. You hey, kinda, very well, might need a pint before we can do it. <laughs> yeah, you kind of fucked that one up, lad. Didn't you, you really? I fu- can't do it. No, I, you I really fucked it up. <laughs> I never could. Go, go fuck. Go fuck yourself. It's not, anyway, it's not the shape of the water. It's the color. That's, there's, a, there's a little. Thanks, Alfred. Um, uh, out in theaters this week, Terminator: Dark Fate. Any interest? Um, I think it's either a matinee or a red boxer. I'm me. interested in this. I think it's because uh, which one? Uh, Terminator: Dark Fate. You know, I never really cared about Terminator. I think because Linda Hamilton's coming back for this one, it makes me a bit excited. Yeah, yeah. They said it's a big. You know, they said it's the best Terminator in the series. Yeah, I whatever. saw the first. Fuck that two is the best one in the series. Yeah, I mean, I've I seen know. the original two, and that's all. Like, I haven't seen any of the Christian Bale shit or. I whatever. saw the first two. I think back like when I was a yeah, kid or a teenager. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was about it. The first one was real interesting, and then fucking creeped me. I saw when I was too young to see it. Like yeah. I think I was like maybe six or seven. Oh yeah, and the part where where fucking short. Schwarzenegger rips out his eye and throws it in the fucking sink. Yeah. Yeah, that was too much for me as a child. <laughs> I, I knew that I'd seen Wayne's I'm World. I'm a child. <laughs> I, I know I saw Wayne's World I'm just, 2. <laughs> I'm picturing Jake watching that and just going, I'm a child. Yeah. That is too much. This is too far. <laughs> well, I remember thank God, watched the rest. Thank God for sleepovers. <laughs> they, they make that reference in, I think and it's like Wayne's parents. World 2. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't get the reference, uh, and so yeah. then, like a week later, I watched the two Terminators. Because it's isn't it the same guy who plays T one thousand? No, isn't it? No, he plays like a janitor, doesn't he? He mm. like makes a cameo for that purpose. I could swear. No, as a as like as oh the oh cop. oh in in yeah. Terminator yeah. in the the first the first Wayne's World. Yeah yeah yeah. No, yeah, he played. Yeah. yeah, have you seen this boy? Yeah 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he was in T two. He was in T two. So I was yeah. thinking Terminator. Yeah. that you guys were talking about. Yeah yeah. Uh, but whew, yeah, Terminator two was badass with a mm. soundtrack with a goddamn Guns and Roses on it. Okay. Yeah, man, you will nice. be mine. Yeah. Oh yeah. Could be mine. Robert um, Patrick. Yeah, T one thousand. Yeah, that's uh and, and fun fact, that's Jason, not Jason. <laughs> not Jason Patrick. Different Patrick, the lead singer of Filter. Yeah. What? Rob Patrick's brother. No shit. Yeah. What? No. Yeah. He's so old. Well, he is now. He wasn't then. And so is Filter. Filter's really old too. Completely unrelated, but on the relation topic. I learned today that Joe Rogan and the singer from My Chemical Romance are like cousins. What? Yeah. Jared Gerard Way. Gerard Way. Gerard yeah. Way? And Joe Rogan? Yeah. No. Yo, have you guys? They're, they're related. They're like no. distantly related. No, yeah. distantly for sure. Well, yeah, I'm not saying that they're fucking brothers. Because they're cut from very different clubs. Yes. Yeah. Have you seen uh, Umbrella Club yet? On, no. Uh, Umbrella Academy? Yes. Have you seen that? No. Uh, I just know what it's called. <laughs> it was actually it was actually a comic book that was done by Gerard Way. Yeah? Uh, yeah. Now on Netflix. Okay. Yeah, man. Crazy. And huh. Terminator's dropping on there next month. So, boom, full circle. Boom, pow. <laughs> Robert Patrick has the distinction of being the only actor killed on screen by all three of the Planet Hollywood founders, Bruce Willis in Die Hard 2, Sylvester Stallone in Copland, and, and Schwarzenegger. Yeah. I didn't know Schwarzenegger, Stallone, and Willis opened Planet Hollywood. No yeah. shit. Oh, yeah, all either. three of them did. Yeah, That's I remember because so it was weird. such a big thing. Wow. And you get Richard really, Patrick. You get terrible fucking 
food and well, it's the same thing with like a hard rock and shit like that. The food's terrible, but the, the memorabilia cool. is well worth it. Exactly. Uh, Richard J- Patrick, yeah, or sure. Lewis Patrick. Uh, not not Jason Patrick. I can tell you that much. Yeah. <laughs> Got that one around. Jason, your movie that you've been waiting for, The Irishman, is coming out into theaters this weekend. Yes. Yeah, you're right. He's the fucking guy from Filter. I told you. Oh, you wow, fucking think I lied to you? No, that's just wild to me. <laughs> we I, don't uh, lie here on yeah. Culture Cast Radio. I, I'm I, six feel like I, sh- I feel like I should be surprised. I'm always surprised when I'm like, wow, these two siblings are both famous. But wow. like, because I feel like, what are the odds? But then you realize like, oh, their family's also famous or one pulled the other one up and like that kind of thing. Yeah. You know. Whatever. But it's just such a crapshoot for two people from the same family to become famous, rich and famous. It's just, it's weird. Yeah. So, so the, the, Ir- the Irishman comes out. I'm a mailman. Up. I had two kids and <laughs> I had four sons and they're the Baldwin brothers. Yeah, like. right? The fuck? <laughs> uh, the Irishman, a mob hitman, recalls a possible involvement in the slaying of Jimmy Hoffa, directed by Martin Scorsese. Uh, mm-hmm. Man, the list of names in this fucking movie. It's insane. Pesci. Jesse Plemons. Ooh. Uh, uh, the bigger Matt Damon looking yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Anna Paquin, Joe Pesci, Bobby Cannavale, uh, Harvey Keitel, Stephen Graham, Jack Houston, Ray Romano. That that's the name that like really surprised me. That Kevin makes Garnett. Me really want to see just it. kidding. He's not in it. <laughs> uh, dude, ninety four Metascore. No shit. <laughs> ninety ninety four Metascore. But you ready for this? Hmm. Three hours and twenty nine minutes. What the fuck for? Because it's Scorsese. And you can do what you want. A lot of shit to say. Maybe it's true. How long was The Departed? Like two forty. It's a long one. That's a long one yeah. too. But it doesn't feel that. That's the beauty of Scorsese's work is it doesn't feel that long. Yeah. Uh, Harriet, the Harriet Tubman, uh, shoot 'em up movie. <laughs> what? Yeah, shoot 'em up. She's yeah. known for a shoot 'em up. Yeah. There's a lot of guns and fires. Like we watched a trailer for this and was like, is this Quentin Tarantino's Harriet Tubman story? Yeah, Harriet Tubman in the form of Django. Yeah, right. You know, Harriet Unchained. Yeah, exactly. Is what it is. Which is kind of an accurate title. Leslie Uh, Odom Jr. Yeah. uh, Yeah. 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 Um, Motherless Brooklyn comes out this weekend too. Uh, too. Directed by Edward Norton, starring Edward Norton, another uh, Bobby Cannavale, Alec Baldwin, one sixty-one Metascore, two hours and twenty minutes. Tons of fun there. Mm. Uh, and the other one that's kind of interesting is uh, Inside Game. You guys hear about anything from Inside Game? Uh-uh. Uh, Inside Game, which features Will Sasso, Scott Wolf, and Eric Mabius. Uh, it's the story of NBA referee Tim Donahue getting caught betting on those NBA games. Hmm. He was the the, oh, yeah. the ref that got caught in 2007. Oh yeah, you know there's a current controversy kind of going on because there's been a lot of uh, like in the first couple few weeks of the NFL, there's been a lot of really like shitty calls. Yeah, and there's a, apparently some guy in uh, some guy who bet on numerous games officiated by the same crew, and so they think it's a big conspiracy. No shit. Yeah, and he might have just been a guy that was like. This officiating crew sucks, so I'm gonna they're yeah. gonna screw over the the less popular team. Uh, alternatively, I I should have put money on the Astros to lose the World Series. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, because every, team, that, every home team lost. Not the home team. I'm saying there's this pattern over the years uh, of winning the World Series and then going back and losing. So the Giants did it, the Royals did it, the Indians did it, the Cubs did it. Like all these teams mm-hmm. have. Won the World Series for the yeah. first time in forever, gone straight back to the World Series the following year and lost. Huh. And I should have bet on the Astros to lose. And next year I will be betting on the Nationals to go to the World Series and lose. Huh. I'll make a beer bet on that. I want to. I bet you they won't even make it to the series. 
They might not. They were the last. They were in last place halfway through the season, and then they won. So That's what I said. same thing with the fucking who, who was it? Uh, St. Louis. Yeah, St. Louis yeah. did the same yeah. thing for the NHL. I'll tell you what, though, if I'm going to watch a movie about official officials, it's going to be Billy Crystal and Forget Paris. <laughs> And that's written. a good. That's a good one. Dude. Is it though? Uh, I've been waiting speak- two minutes to, to mention that. That's, that's all. Oh, okay. it, it fell flat. Speaking of officials, I went to the Menzingers on Tuesday night. The, the Benzingers. Benzingers, yeah, at Varsity Theater. And guess who I ran into? Ooh. Clark Feldman. No shit. <laughs> yeah, and not ran into like he doesn't know who I am. Yeah, but he walked past me and I just went, Clark Feldman. <laughs> <laughs> he turned around and he's like, Hey, hey. and I, he like stuck his hand out and I was like, ah, I'm hugging you. Yeah, he's. <laughs> <laughs> I love how animated that guy gets. He's so hilarious. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, first wrestling zone. Yeah. Uh, news of the weird, weird, weird. Ooh, what you got? Weird, weird, weird. Uh, from uh, fingernail uh, ring from Rotterdam, New York. A dog hit by a car in upstate New York rode for forty-five minutes, wedged between the broken bumper and the grill before the driver realized she was carrying an injured passenger. Wait, what? what? How did mm-hmm. someone not like flag them down and be like, "Hey, you've got fucking Rin Tin Tin in your shit"? <laughs> There's a dog in your car, buddy. Oh my gosh! Was uh, it the dog still alive? Coco. Yep. Clearly. Doggo. Yeah, Coco. The the Shibu Inu was being treated for a fractured elbow after being struck Monday morning in Albany. Uh, Rotterdam Police Lieutenant Jeffrey Collins says the driver knew she hit something and noticed the car's damage but didn't see the dog at first. She drove about 15 minutes to Rotterdam before hearing noises and stopped to recheck her car's front end. She called 911 after she saw the dog gazing from below the license plate. How fucking terrifying would it be if you're cruising on a fucking highway going about 75 miles an hour and you're just sitting in between the grill and the bumper here? What the fuck was she doing? I mean, granted, I know Shiba Inus are not big dogs, but that you have to be distracted to not see that fucker. Put your cell phone down, lady. There's a dog in the road. That dog's having a rough time. That sucks. So As I'm bad. talking to two guys, we're both on their fucking cell phones. I was making sure I had news for you guys. Oh, well, here's new. this just in. Put your phone down. <laughs> Prepare. It's every Thursday at the 40 Podcast Network. Are you sure? I don't know. Sometimes we don't have show. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I think something is one place and it's I'm, not. I missed you last week, buddy. I missed me last How'd week, How'd your too. show go? It was terrible. All right. You got news for us? I'm just kidding. Where I'm not done yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm we'll, still, we'll circle I'm back to that. I'm still going. Uh, Lincoln, Nebraska. Police are searching for a man who walked into a bank in Nebraska this week to try to open a checking account with a fake $1 million bill. All right. Nailed it. Staff at the Pinnacle Bank branch in Lincoln reported the Monday morning incident to police. The Lincoln Journal-Star reports, The bank employees say the man was adamant that the bill was real, despite Teller's attempt to convince him otherwise. The man eventually left with the bill, but uh, without a new account, too. Police are reviewing surveillance video to identify the man... Uh, the largest domestic dom- uh, denomination note ever issued for public circulation was a $10,000 bill. Can you imagine, like, this guy's like, yo, this guy said that he owed me a million dollars, and he gave me this bill. I, I just, just want to put it in my bank account. I mean, clearly fraud. He didn't think it was real. Yeah. I don't know why he would assume anybody else would think it's real. Well, the important question, though, who's Particularly on the, a bank. Who's the, the public figure on the front of the million-dollar bill? Yeah, there you go. That's I'd be a, intrigued. That's a clue. I don't even know who Trump. Yeah, Probably. So the so the bill was orange then. 
Yeah. Because <laughs> all the other fruit. presidents were green. Yeah. Little, little, yeah, little, little, do, little do you know they actually colored that one in. Oranges yeah. grow on <laughs> trees, Ryan. You don't know. I've seen one on TV. Oh. oh I've man. also seen Avatar people on TV. Anyway, news. Weird news. Uh, I got one more here for you guys. Um, after uh, after a funeral in Berlin, uh, 13 people experienced nausea and dizziness and much-needed medical treatment post-funeral. Sexy. Uh, police say that a funeral in Eastern Germany ended in on in, an involuntary drug high when mourners were accidentally served hash cake. Sweet. <laughs> All right. Hey, hey, if it was in his funeral wishes. Yeah, exactly. Right. You're all eating edibles at my Ro- funeral dinner. Ro- yeah. Rostock police said Tuesday after the burial in Wintingen, the funeral party went to a restaurant for coffee and cake as a customary in Germany. But after eating the cake, 13 people experienced nausea and dizziness and needed medical treatment. No, they were just high. Yeah. A police investigation <laughs> revealed that the restaurant employee charged in the cakes had asked her 18-year-old daughter to bake them. <laughs> However, the mother accidentally took the wrong cake from the freezer to the funeral <laughs> she took That's a like a hash, TV episode. She yeah, took a is. hash cake that the teenager had made for a different occasion. I want to know what this occasion was. Put your this, shirts back on, white boy. It's, that's an exact. That's a TV episode that's been done like a half a dozen times. <laughs> yeah, like, just, sitcoms. I tell yeah. you. But who puts their pot brownies in a freezer with uh, other identical brownies? Right. Ha- exactly. Come ha- on. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness. Uh, I did it last week, so I think it's Jason's turn to do it this week. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, <clears throat> oh, that's the wrong guy. Oh. That's the wrong guy. You got the wrong guy, son. Oh. Um. Yeah, so let's we'll see how this goes. Yeah, last week's show was awful. Yeah. Uh, none of the bands on the bill made any sense, and we'll get into that later. I don't hear it now. Oh, okay. Yeah. None of the bands on the bill made any sense. So there's us. We're like a four-piece rock band. Uh, the opening band was like this five-piece kind of folky, hippie sort of vibe uh, that had like a violin and piano. And then um, we were supposed to play at 11, but the headlining act was from Kentucky, and they were like a, they were a, uh, essentially a two-piece, but they performed as a three. And they were like, yeah, we didn't know there because there was a Vikings game at home, mm-hmm. right? The Redskins game where Kirk's playing his old team and Case is playing his old team and Adrian Peterson is playing his old, like all this stuff. Yeah. Also, 21 Pilots is at the Excel. So there's just like oh, 100,000 right. people not walking around seven corners at 8 p.m. Um, and he's like, I don't know there's a football game. And I'm like, well, you're not really going to like plan a tour schedule around that kind of thing. This is just kind of unfortunate. But we had like no information about the show really except for the date um, until like a week prior. So we were bad at promoting it. And then uh, the third act... Well, first, the first band goes, and then he asks us to play like two hours earlier than we were supposed to um, so that they could wait and see if more people came in. So we played two hours early, which I thought I had three hours to kill. So I drank a couple beers and ate half a pizza. And they were like, do you guys want to go on now? And I was like, I guess, but I might puke everywhere. No. Dude, um, that would be great. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Hey, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Collar blood. Let's go. Uh, so we Let's did go, lard ass. And then, and then, <laughs> Then the third act uh, was two guys on acoustic guitars who were basically Tenacious D Uh. and played like dick joke songs and a song including the fact that they get compared to Tenacious D and Bo Burnham by name. They sing the song. Shut up. And then the the headlining act went on last instead 
uh, and they were kind of like 21 Pilots meets Imagine Dragons. Like that was kind of their whole, oh, okay. their yeah. whole sonic vibe. So it, none of the bands made any sense together and there was nobody there and I felt bad. And then they didn't pay us. So What? Yeah. I, I told the guy early on in the night because I thought it was going to be a pretty bunk evening in general that I was like, ah, I'm not worried about money. Um, so, you know, whatever's fine because wow. there's no guarantees or contracts involved X, Y, Z. Yeah. Um, and then at the end, he never mentioned anything about money. I kind of assumed the take was poor because the cover was low and there was basically nobody in there. Uh, but then I guess one of my dudes saw them get paid like plenty of like enough money to give us a cut for showing up and being there. Yeah. Um, and still have plenty left for the fact that they were driving to South Dakota the next day or something yeah. like that. So they were super nice dudes. They went up there and committed full to their whole act. So uh, kudos to that, despite there being an empty room. Um, but yeah, that was kind of bunk on their part, I suppose. So if you're listening to this, do better. Um, Damn right. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Awesome. Huh. You ready for this week in pop culture? Yeah. <clears throat> this week in pop culture history. That sounded way better than your show last week. It did. Yeah, good job. It did because I was full of pizza. That was very <laughs> Richard Cheese. I have, ne- dude, never, never do anything after eating half a pizza. No, fuck no. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Never. Can you imagine eating half of a pizza and then going to wrestle ten minutes later? Fuck, I don't eat anything within like five hours of yeah. when I work. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, dumb dumb. Do that. So anyway, what happened? So this is a, a story that is pretty pretty well known, but the uh, nineteen thirty eight. Um, Orson Welles' War of the uh, War of the Worlds, where everybody thought that this was actually real. Going, Yo, yeah, yeah, this? yeah, yeah, yeah. So they studied this in high school. Yeah, there's there's one Sociology. part of this though that I that I didn't know, and that's the reason why people thought this was real is because they were coming into it late. There was a, mm-hmm. a comedian on uh, on the radio. His name was what the hell was his name? Uh, Edgar Bergen and his dummy Charlie McCarthy. Right. They went on until like 8, 12 p.m. Eastern time. So then everybody then turned over to Orson Welles' War of the Roses and they hear this story going on. So they're freaking War the, out. War, War of the, the Worlds. World. War of the Worlds, whatever. Dave, War the Ryan. Dave, Dave Ryan's, Ryan's War of the Roses. I've been doing that all fucking day. What is anyway? War? Hey, never mind. What is what? War of the Roses is where they, like, a uh, one half of a couple calls in and describes their partners being kind of janky and then oh. they set up this call to be like, offer oh. roses to whoever you want and see oh, if they're yeah. going to say the girlfriend's Remember when we not? had that Adam Quiznell no, kid in here? That yeah, Adam yeah, Quiznell yeah, guy, yeah. and he came in here and he debunked all of that. And he was like, yeah, it's just usually a bunch of local comedians fucking around on the radio. It's not even funny. And I was like, well, there goes my childhood, you piece of shit. <laughs> so you're going to tell me Santa Claus ain't alive. <laughs> what? Next thing you're oh. going to tell me the Terminator didn't really rip his eye out. <laughs> right. <I was> fucking <laughs> sick. Shit. I'm a child. <laughs> Yeah, so people tune in, and then all of a sudden, panic breaks out. People in New Jersey were jamming highways, seeking to escape the alien uh, alien invasion. <laughs> um, people were begging police for toxic gas masks uh. and uh, begging electrical companies to turn off the power so that their lights wouldn't be on, so the aliens wouldn't see them. So Orson Welles actually, during the, the program, had to stop and be like, now remember, people, this is fiction. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I never knew that part about people getting there like, hello? Are you home? I- it's aliens. Hey, uh, yes. I think the lights out i don't think they're home they're not home let's let's wrap it up let's try oh, the next house uh, this is will smith's house we shouldn't fuck with him <laughs> oh shit here comes tom cruise oh gosh we're good <laughs> hey that was I actually like that movie it's War not the bad yeah. it's not bad i actually liked that movie yeah as far as tom cruise movies go well you know. i've come around on tom cruise over the years yeah i used to hate him gross <laughs> <laughs> i mean i really liked this volleyball movie that was a good Button one bar. what Volleyball movie? Top Gun? Yeah, it's a great volleyball movie. I call my work wives Goose and Iceman, so. Yeah? Work wives? Yeah. Do you ever do this? Do, 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 do you ever go like this to him? Do you go, 
like fucking Val Kilmer did. <laughs> no, they wouldn't get it. I don't. Th- That's I, right, Ice. I primarily man. Call, <laughs> I primarily call the one Goose all the time, and I don't think she understands why either. Because so. you want well, her to fucking die in an yeah. airplane crash. No, but then be reincarnated as a I'm doctor. Maverick. Oh. I'm the wild card because she has a wife who could sing fucking uh, Jerry Lee Lewis's "Great Balls of Fire." <laughs> <laughs> Take me to bed or lose me forever. Time after time. What song is that? Time after time. Goodness. What do you got in Unchained news? Unchained melody. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, correct Unchained me. Unchained if- <laughs> melody. You're thinking Take My Breath Away by Berlin. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Take my breath away. All right. Uh, um, so Game of Thrones season eight sucked, right? Terrible. Uh, it the- has its moments, but overall, not. it's definitely the weakest season. I'll be right. honest. I think I like 40 person, or like four out of the six episodes. Okay. Well, and we're all aware that the 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 uh, the audience in mass, right, hated season eight. Have yeah. been roasting David Benoff and DB Weiss ever since it happened. Uh, they pulled out of San Diego Comic Con. They wouldn't do the behind the scenes thing for Game of Thrones on HBO. Like they totally avoided it. They finally basically caved at the Austin Common Co- Comic Con a couple weeks. Did ago. Did you guys see that? The Did you guys watch that behind the scenes like production thing? No. Yeah. You know what, man? I wish it was just so much more about the actors and the behind the scenes with them than yeah, it was the production th- of the whole thing. It was right. like one extra and then two production workers. And, the, 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 stories the, and then the Night King. They talked yeah, a lot yeah. to the Night King. But other than that, I was just like, I don't want to fucking see you guys building sets ruined, for six months. It ruined the allure of the Night King by hanging out with the actor that played him. Uh, yes. For me. The, for you? Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to eat weed cake with him. Go to that German party. No, bring him with. There you go. Right. Well, so... Uh, Benoff and Weiss uh, basically finally caved at the Austin Comic Con, and uh, Twitter user at Four Aria uh, goes by Needle and Pen um, basically live tweeted this um, this scenario where they basically admit that they didn't know what they, like they just gave up like they didn't know what they were doing. Um, they described their pre meeting with George R R Martin who was questioning their bona fides and their background like their roster, and he said we didn't really have any. We had never done TV and we didn't have any. We don't know why he trusted us with his life's work. Uh, they're talking about the pilot and their friends who they let watch their first attempt at a pilot. One of the people is Craig Man- uh, Craig Mazin who wrote Chernobyl. Scott Frank and Ted Griffin. He acknowledged that the first pilot was basic writing mistakes. Um, a moderator asked why they chose to write all of the episodes by themselves. And Benoff says, because we didn't know better. Uh, David said HBO wanted them to hire other writers and they decided to have Brian Cogman, their assistant, write four episodes. Dan wanted to remove as many fantasy elements as possible because, quote, we didn't just want to appeal to that type of fan. They wanted to expand the fan base to people beyond the fantasy fan base to, quote, mothers and NFL player types. You fucking Um, have have, idiots. You have dragons in this thing you think that you're not gonna right be yeah and so and the, witches and, and winter zombies yeah so zombies exactly like, you fucking tell them listen all of this is real life there's no fun <laughs> yeah. there's no yeah. fun this is a real this, this actually this, happened little so, do you know this was a six season documentary yeah Fuck. and so they also go on to say based that, on a true story that they would split up episodes and write them separately, and then they would get back in the room, and he'd be like, "And the front half didn't meet the back half, and one character, no shit. one character story didn't meet the other half because they just started splitting up the writing that between so three much, people." That makes so doesn't much it make sense. so much sense? That makes yeah. so much sense. So they basically caved and said, "We kind of like we just gave up and had no idea what to do." This was the, the, the is the it the last final season, season? Or the whole for fucking, season eight? Okay. okay, I thought you, I thought you meant for the whole fucking yeah. Thing. For they did eight. really well for okay. a while. Then yeah, yeah. I was I was like, well, we got seven. You guys. 
pulled it off for seven seasons right. and really Shit. fucked the eighth one. Fake it till you make it. Do you it. think part of that too is because they knew this was that was it and they were just like, God what? damn it, like we near and not that they couldn't, but right. it's like, well, we gotta start thinking about future and making some deals. Because soon before seventh season started or eighth season started, that giant Netflix deal dropped in their lap to develop some shit for Netflix. Yeah. And then the Star Wars shit dropped in their lap. Right. So, I mean, to, to their defense, yeah, I I probably would have been tempted to do the same thing, but, like, Game of Thrones is your fucking legacy. Yeah. Oh, like, absolutely. That's where you cut your teeth and you make your name. Right. Why do you want to ruin it on the last six episodes? Just cha-ching. Right. Oh, fuck. Absolutely. It's all cha-ching. about the dollar dollar bills, it is. y'all. And so they also admit that they found Jason Momoa on a fan dreamcasting website. Uh, <laughs> I don't, this hurts someone asked did they go online and David said yes Dan literally said we were geographically challenged and the maps were helpful uh, saying that writers and source material end up in divorce and that their divorce was amicable since they ran out of material which is the books yeah um, uh, where's the other part I just read it um, they acknowledge that they have no idea why after such a dismal pilot why they went forward like why they even got the show in the first place so they'd start to expand the scope to the entire series damn um, <clears throat> they think HBO went forward because they had a lot of foreign pre-sales on the series mm. uh, they said it was basically an expensive film school for he and Dave for example they had no idea how to work with costume designers and it was a huge learning experience um, it gets just so out of hand how much they basically admit that they ha- now and to your credit like those first six seasons are like so so goddamn good it's yeah. like am- mm-hmm. amazing how they made that happen oh that seventh um, season was baller that but then it just it caught up yeah. with them um oh, it, it just gets nuts this whole conversation the reason i bring this up is because one of the big worries is that uh ben off and weiss had signed a deal with uh lucasfilm to write and direct or at least write the next Star Wars trilogy that will mm-hmm. take place after the Skywalker saga happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have now dropped off that project mm, I've heard, I've heard after other. signing a $250 million Netflix deal. I've heard other words. What did you hear? Canned. Can- I, I'm sure it was. Oh. I, I would assume so as well. I've heard that it was canned because mm-hmm. it legitimately did not at all sit well with Lucas on what they were thinking about doing. Right. Oh, and shit. I would, I would yeah. bet that it's spin is where I was taking that as well. Yeah. yeah they but were they talking did sign about a $250 making, million dollar deal with Netflix and their quote was they're like, Oh, we just can't do both projects justice yep. or whatever. And yeah. the Netflix deal is worth way, 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 For way sure. more money. For yeah. sure. Well, more money up front, I guess, which right. based yeah. on their track record, they're going to need. Yeah. Cause they right? wanted to make Ray and, uh, uh, Ray and Kylo Ren like a romantic thing and then like Ray ended up being his aunt and it just didn't work uh, out uh, as well and why do they want to bring just kidding uh, that's, that's fucking total game of their own son of a bitch <laughs> oh yeah I, I get that did you <laughs> did you guys hear about the <laughs> the uh, Game of Thrones prequels yeah I heard yeah. well I heard that they've already they tested one of them already they piloted one they piloted one with Naomi or whatever with Naomi Watts which was supposed to happen like 10,000 years prior to what happened here yeah and now they're saying that well they piloted it and it's already been scrapped it's not gonna happen but they're piloting another one yeah a Targaryen one that's supposed to be 300 years prior to this that's like it predates like the long night or something which to be which to be honest I would much rather watch the one that's 300 years than 10,000 years prior to this exactly just because like you could get some tie-ins to everything right because who knows maybe in that universe people live like fucking Aragorn in the goddamn uh, Aragorn in the goddamn uh, Lord Lord of the the Rings. Rings where he's like they're 
maybe Jon Snow's like 172 years old. We don't know. Yeah, you don't know. I don't know. You don't know until you know. I don't know. I'm just along for the ride. You got anything else over there? Oh, yeah, a couple of uh, quick Quick hits. hits. That was the biggest thing. Uh, Cowboy Bebop Netflix series shuts down production for seven to nine months following star John Cho onset injury. I heard about this, and honestly, I never once watched Cowboy Bebop when it comes to anything anime. I am so fucking lost. But the fact that John Cho is attached to this might be something that I would get into. I love John Cho. Um, Maniac Cop director Nicholas Winding Refn promises a neon-soaked and cocaine-fueled HBO series. Okay, so one, have you guys seen Maniac Cop at all? No. Okay, it's super fucked. I mean, it is super fucked, uh, as is. And that guy, the Nicholas Winding Winding River. His movies are so fucked up. He uh, He did Drive. Uh, oh, the, oh, did he? I like that movie. That movie, mm-hmm. that, is, was, that elevator scene, fuck. You know, out of for for, uh, that's honestly the only movie of his that I've really enjoyed. Um, I'm trying to find. How do you spell his middle name? Winding. W i n d i n g. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I'm trying to think of the movie that he did that I just fucking hate oh only god forgives with uh, f- uh gosling as well okay I fucking uh, I saw it and i hated that movie really? yeah. so bad it was just and all the rest of his movies are just goofy and odd and weird yeah so hmm. uh maniac cop will be perfect for him yeah uh <laughs> um jason he also did i'm sorry he also did bronson if that helps you oh, out. Oh, yeah. I love okay. Bronson. Yeah. I want to watch... Quicka, quicka, quicka! I want to see Warrior again, actually. Warrior just, is one of my favorite movies. Naturally. Like, I cried. Naturally. That movie's so good. Um, Jason Alexander... I, I forget what I talked about last time I was here. Jason Alexander lobbying to be Penguin in the next Batman movie now that Jonah Hill has passed. Oh, shit. That would be good. Right? What would you say? Jason Alexander. Costanza? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Costanza. Absolutely. <laughs> And uh, Paul Rudd did an episode of Hot Ones that you should watch because it's awesome. It and really everybody awesome. loves Paul Rudd. Uh, I also went and saw Mike Birbiglia, the new one, at the Ordway. How was that? Uh, awesome. And I got to meet Mike Birbiglia, and I uh, um, he did, uh, pre-ordered his new book. Um, so the new one is all about he's became a father. So it's, oh, it's all about dude, his... I can't wait to see it. Cool. Yeah. Um, and well, the, it. the show itself was fantastic. Um, a couple of really cool elements in the live show. And then it's being, it, he turned it into a book and the book is accompanied by, um, a book of poems written by his wife. Fun. Um, super cool. So I got a signed poster from him. Uh, took Matt field down there. Um, cool. I might've mentioned that last time. Cause I think that was two Saturdays ago. No, you weren't here. Ago. Okay. Come. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fantastic. Um, uh, but Berbiglia, somebody like an LA times article or something like that came out and said, if the new one gets turned into a movie paul rudd needs to star as mike verbiglia i and can see that verbiglia yeah. retweeted it and he was like why the fuck can i play me in my yeah. own movie about my life that i wrote like um, i've been in movies sorry it doesn't work that way i've no. said this on the show so many times the uh, my ex-girlfriend's boyfriend is one of the best storytelling right. comedy albums that well, i've ever heard i reached out to you first because i know you love yeah. Bigs and yeah. you basically introduced me to that album which introduced me to Bigs yeah. in large because i'd seen um, uh, i had seen don't think twice but i mm. never really listened to his material so I was out of town. Yeah. Enjoying the shy town. Ate a shitload of dim sum. It nice. was delicious. Nice. So good. Cool, cool. 
Nice, man. And that's the news. Saw Malone uh, got kind of a small preview of his new album. Yeah, dude, I feel like two weeks ago somebody mentioned him coming to town, and then I didn't. I no, he didn't reach out to me. After, nobody reminded me. I forgot, so I missed it. Well, sorry. How was how is he? How's he doing? How's that new set? Good, really good. Yeah. Uh, did not go over well with that crowd. <laughs> no, uh, the crowd was really fucking weird. Where was he? Camp bar. Camp bar. Okay, weird. In that back room back there. Well, that's what joke joint. Yeah, it's the it's the new joke joint location, right? Yeah. Okay. No, so. no, this was downtown Minneapolis, downtown St. Paul. Right, but the people who booked joke joint, yeah, I believe. Are yes. Booking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. The location that Joke Joan is hosting comics right. at now at Camp Bar. Yep. And, I, and I, too, saw uh, Andy Matfield. He was yeah. running sound. He was that. running sound. Yeah. It was pretty yeah. cool. Uh, so I asked Ryan about this earlier. Uh, tying into game this week, do you guys want to accumulate points for birthdays to tie into the game or no? I, I said I'd leave it up to you guys. To tie into the game. So like yeah, points, yeah. So, so points that you get into this will actually help into that. Sure. Sure. The more, the more opportunities, the, the better. Yeah. Let's make it competitive. Okay, I like losing. Sure. Yeah, All you right. do it so often. Who doesn't like losing? <laughs> exactly. Uh, birthdays today, <laughs> Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. You can do it. He's 46. He is 52. Jason on that one, he is 56. I thought I went low. Uh, what was that? That's a weird dab. <laughs> that right angle, bitch. <laughs> that looks like a really fucked up Randy Orton. Uh, Peter, Peter Jackson, Jason goes first. Peter Jackson is... Oh, he's got to be older than Rob Schneider, I think. Maybe he just looks old. He looks so different. He looks like an aged hobbit. Than he used to. Yeah, I'm going to go 58. 62. Uh, Jason on the nose on that one. Well, fuck. <laughs> There's your right angle Two again. right angles. <laughs> Piper Parabo. Who the hell is that? You know her from Cowboy Coyote Ugly. Yeah, Cowboy you know Ugly Bebop. From the main chick. Yeah, yeah. Jersey. Oh, she's got to wow. be that movie. I'm gonna do. A little, I'm gonna try a little, little pop math culture here. math. A little pop culture math. That movie came out in what? Right around the turn of the century, yep. roughly. She's probably in her early. She's got to be 39. 39 says Ryan. Um, I, If I'm not mistaken, that movie came out in 1999. She was probably 27. So she's 40, and I'm going to undercut my guess. I'm going to say 43. Jason on the nose is 43. Nailed it! <laughs> that was not a right angle. That was a little bit more acute. You're shitting me. No. Wow. Well, uh, I, am I right about what year it came out? I don't even know. I'll look it up. No one knows. Uh, uh, Dermot Mulroney. Dermot Mulroney, he was the one who played Julia Roberts' best friend who was getting married in my best friend's uh, wedding. Oh, he's okay. currently he's currently in Righteous Gemstones and is fucking Dermot great. Mulroney? He's yeah. hilarious, and he's one of those actors that's 2000 not given his, uh, yeah. his due. Nope, Jason goes first on this one. Dermot Mulroney is 52 years old. Ah, uh, 55. Ryan on that one, Ooh. 56. Ooh, right Eddie, <laughs> Eddie K. Thomas. Eddie K. Oh. Thomas played Finch. In American Pie. Oh, Finch oh, yeah. Best four years of our lives. That's a jizz-free ficus. No, that's not. No, Finch is the one that bangs Stifler's mom, right? Yeah, he was yeah. the one who had a his shit brick. He had a okay. poop at home. Yep. Okay, so that was 1998. Yeah, I think Ryan goes first on this one. Fickmer. Um, 48. I'm, I think 
I'm gonna go older because I think he was older than he like he was playing an 18 year old, but he was probably like 26. Probably. And that was probably in 98 or 99. What did you say? I don't know. What was your guess? I don't remember. What did I say? <laughs> I, think I, I think I said 48. I thought you said 39. No, that was I said that oh. on our previous. Oh, okay, 48. Uh, 48's a good guess. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna. No, I'm just gonna game show you. 49. Should have gone the other way. He's, oh. he's thirty nine. Oh, yeah! Holy wow. shit! So he was super young in that movie. So Van- I did say thirty nine. Vanilla Ice so Ice he, Baby. So he was like twenty years old when yeah. he did super that young. Vanilla Ice Ice Baby. Jason, the first. song, Just or Vanilla Ice himself? <laughs> His birthday. How old? Rob Van Winkle. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder why he went with Vanilla Ice. <laughs> Oh, he was popular in what, the early 90s? Have you ever seen a ninja get down? <laughs> early 90s? Turtles yeah, because Turtles was like 92. Something like that. Late 80s, early 90s. He was in his 20s. I don't know, 30, 50, uh, 57. 56. Ryan on that one, he's 52. Bitch. I price is right at the other <laughs> way. The We're- best ever game show host. Richard Dawson? Global Guts. Oh, shit. Let's go Mike Guts. O'Malley. <laughs> Mike O'Malley has a birthday today. I don't know enough about Mike O'Malley to even make an educated pop culture guest. He was on the Mike O'Malley show. <laughs> he was on Glee for a while. He uh, he legitimately, yeah, he was. He was he, probably young. He, he was in a. Uh, he was in Sully. 90s, he played one of the. Yeah. He's probably his twenties in the nineties. Twenty-four to. Let's go to the later board, Mo. Moira Cooker. They've got uh, scores. I think Ryan's first on this one. All right, so let's pop culture math this bitch. It's probably nice. Go Ninja, go Ninja. Ninety-five plus twenty-four. He is going to be sixty, right on the nuts. Ooh, fifty-nine. Bitch. Fifty-three. Oh. Jason gets that one. Last one. Here we go. Today would have been John Candy's birthday. What year did John Candy pass away? Oh, damn. He died before Farley died. I think. Home Alone. 80s. 1993. 94. Jackpot. 1994 is the oh, year that he passed away. I knew that. Did well, you actually? Yeah. Well, this is great because actually I mean, yes. this doesn't hurt your guys' game at all. You guys are both at the same amount of points for the game. So you, <laughs> oh, guys tied up, you guys tied up on it. that one. <laughs> We're hilarious. Put we us are. on the radio. Good yeah. job. <laughs> right angles for everybody. Bitches. Of course you do. The only people who don't like games are savages. Or serial killers. Or dendrophiliacs. What the hell did you just say? You see, kids, a dendrophiliac is someone who likes to fuck trees. That's fucking interesting, man. That's fucking interesting. CCR Challenge is up next. Here's your trivia master for the week, Stubby J. Yay, me. It's weird that chairs exist when people aren't sitting in them. Just fucking sitting there, not you don't even serve a purpose. You just taking up space. Oh, I took the comfy chair this time. Yeah, you did. Proud of you. All right, so game this evening, friends, since it is the old Halloweeny. Oh, Uh-oh. it's all based off of Rock Halloween out. movies. Oh, oh shit. shit! I don't watch these. I know like 
two slasher. Yeah, films. I'm not good at this. This oh, is going to be terrible. Here we go. Actually, this is going to be kind of fun. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the name of the movie. And I'm going to give you the decade the movie was in, and you're going to tell me what year in that decade it came out. Oh, now, however far off you are from that answer, uh-huh. from the real answer, is how many points you end up getting. You do not want points. Got it. Oh. You don't want them. But you can redeem yourself in these points. So uh, what I also want is I want you, and if you can, you can. If you can't, you can't. They're just for bonus points to help hopefully redeem yourself and get yourself out of the hole. I need the two topped build people in these movies via the IMDb search. Okay. Like the most popular actors? Mm-hmm. The, the, like the two, lead actors? The two uh, top build from IMDb. Shit. Okay. So let me see if I understand this correct. You're going to give us the name of the movie, the decade that it came out, and we have to guess the year that it was released. Yeah. In that decade. Okay. Yep. Okay. So if it came out in... So ne- for instance, if I said Alien, yep. and I say the 70s. I'd have to guess 70 through 79. Right. Yeah. Okay. So if you, let's say you guessed 75, well, it came out in 78... So then you three, get three you points. get plus three. But if you were to name Sigourney Weaver or John Hurt, who were the top two, you'd get two points back off of that, so you only get one point. Boom. Got it. Okay. And top two build. Top two yeah. build via the IMDB search. This is going to be terrible. This is going to be interesting. You guys are both already sitting at negative four points because of the, the uh, because of the game. Nice. Great job, buddy. So well done on that one. Here's your first move. I can't believe I nailed that. Yeah, I was going to say, I can't believe I nailed Piper Parabo. But you sure <laughs> did. I sure didn't. Here's your first one. The Shining. The Shining. Shining came out in the 80s, and it's about a family that heads to an isolated hotel for a winter where sinister presence influences the father into violence while the psychic son seeks, sees horrific forebodings from both the past and the future. Fun fact, Kubrick... Because of his OCD perfectionism, the Here's Johnny scene took three days and 60 doors to actually complete that scene. The Shining. Are you going to give us answers along the way? Nope. Okay. Good. Good. <laughs> I didn't want it anyway. <laughs> like Ryan's some broad. That's, I mean, that's. I mean, is he technically wrong? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, could have been that. I don't other. think that's how she's built on IMDb though. No. <laughs> Prove it. This person, some broad, some broad. Yeah. Uh, Halloween, Halloween in the seventies came out. After murdering his sister on Halloween night in 1963, Michael Myers escapes from a mental hospital and returns to a small town of Haydenville, Illinois, to kill again. The crew actually chose two masks for Michael Myers and finally decided on the... Uh, they had a clown mask that looked really creepy, but then the other mask was a 1975 Captain James D. Kirk mask that was purchased for about a dollar. Eyebrows, side, The eyebrows, the hair was cut and dyed, put it on, and because it was very emotionless... It became the more creepy of the two masks. Halloween came out in the 70s. (laughs) In case you were wondering. (laughs) 
whistling with my mouth. Did you guys see noises. the newest Halloween? Face. No. No? Me either. Saw. Saw? Saw. Saw came out in the 2000s. About two strangers who awaken in a room with no recollection on how they got there soon discover their pawns in a deadly game perpetuated by a notorious killer. The film's pre-production was only five days, and it was shot and cut at the same time in 18 days, with all the bathroom scenes actually only being shot in six days. The actors had the actors had absolutely no rehearsals, and the rehearsals uh, the rehearsal takes was the actual footage for the film. Saw. Did you guys ever see this one? Saw? The original? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's one of the, the greatest twist endings in oh, cinema well, history. Probably definitely one of the best horror movies for my take. <laughs> I've never seen it. Check it out. You will really get a kick out of it. Did you watch any of the other ones? No, I've seen zero Saw movies. Um, it's good. Two is still pretty good, but then they get really goofy. Um, I still haven't seen Jigsaw yet. I passed on. All I have the really good penmanship with markers. I don't know what it Proud is. Proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wrong. I remember that part. I just don't know that guy's name. Yeah, no, you aren't. You oh. definitely aren't. Uh, Scream. Scream came out in the 90s. A year after the murder of her mother, a teenage girl is terrorized by a new killer who targets the girl and her friends by using horror films as part of a deadly game. During production, Ghostface's signature black robe was actually going to be white to make him appear even more like a ghost. This was changed in fear that people were going to be comparing the costume to that of a Ku Klux Klan. Oh, no, that's wrong. Fun facts. Um, I watched this for the first time with my grandmother because <laughs> I uh, went to the University of Minnesota Gophers baseball camp in the summer and then had to stay a couple days with her until my parents came and picked me up. And yeah, one night we fucking watched Scream together. I was cool. like 12. I'm a child. I didn't grow this up. This is too much. Yeah. I'm mad at myself because Actually, I, sh- I, been like I, I know for a fact fact that I got the year wrong now, and I know why, and we can talk about it later. Alright. Actually, I would have had to have been 13 by my year guesstimation. 13 or 14. Carry the one. Yep. See, this is why... That's not why I know. As soon as I handed him the card, I went, no, that doesn't make any sense! Shit! Yeah. Shit. Shit. I I think I I got... My I knew one of the, the actors, but the, the second one I said, I definitely know is in the movie, but I don't know if it was the other top build actor. Yeah, I, 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 I named the other person I could name. <laughs> yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, fuck. Nightmare on Elm Street came out in the 80s. Oh, I don't remember this guy's fucking name. Me either. Monster spears of a slain child murderer seeks revenge by invading the dreams of teenagers whose parents were responsible for his untimely death. In the original script, Freddy was actually a child molester. However, the decision to change him into becoming a child murderer to avoid accusations of exploiting a series of child molestations in California around the time of the production. He was rewritten as a child molester in the 2010 remake starring Jackie Earl Haley. In the 80s, Nightmare on Elm Street. I don't know if I want to commit to this year, but I'm going with it. Fuck You was not one of the actors, Jason. <laughs> Are you sure his name wasn't Fuck You? Well, I mean... It was actually Fuka Me. 
<laughs> twins. Me, that was Basil. <laughs> We're going to see the twins. Anyway. Shit. I can't remember that dude's stupid name. We talked about I him can't numerous either. times. I know there's an E in it. I think his last name begins with an E. That sounds maybe correct. I don't know. Psycho. 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 Psycho came out in the 60s. Oh. A Phoenix secretary embezzles $40,000 from her employer's client, goes on the run, and checks into a remote hotel run by a young man under the uh, the domination of his mother. Alfred Hitchcock actually wanted to make this movie so much that he deferred his standard $250,000 salary in lieu of a 60% of the movie's gross. Paramount Pictures, believing that this movie would do poorly at the box office, agreed. His personal earnings from this movie actually exceeded $15 million, nice. which at this time would be $120 million. On set, uh, Alfred Hitchcock called the main actor Master Bates. Yeah. <sighs> 60s. I couldn't tell you Psycho. an actor in this movie. Psycho. <laughs> it's right for the remake. <laughs> we wrote down the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure he wasn't born. We lock all, it up. We all go a little mad. So lock mad. it up. You lock it up. Go, t- um, go comatose for me, baby. <laughs> you shut your mouth when you're talking to me. It was a gift. I'm keeping it. Pain was a gift. You want to play tummy sticks? <laughs> Hocus Pocus. Oh. Hocus Pocus came out in the 90s. Curious youngster moves to Salem where he struggles to fit in before awaking a trio of diabolical witches that were executed in the 17th century. The role of Max Dennison was originally offered to Leonardo DiCaprio, but he turned it down to appear in Who's he, uh, What's Eating Gilbert Grape instead. Smart choice. I don't know. This could have just blown up his career. <laughs> could have been a cult classic. It's not goodbye. It's good night. Sound of music? No? Just me? Okay. Uh, yep. Never seen it. A whole lot of just you. <laughs> <laughs> so long, farewell, I'll be saying goodbye. Your last one is Beetlejuice. I only know that because of the family guy. Your last one's Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice came out in the 80s. The spirits of a deceased couple are harassed by an unbearable family that has moved into their home and hire a malicious spirit to drive them out. Fun fact, the studio actually wanted to call the film House Ghosts. As a joke, Tim Burton suggested the name Scared Sheetless. It was horrified when the studio actually thought it would be a good idea. I might have gotten that one correct. What did you say the decade was? 80s. Yeah. Glad I re-asked that. <laughs> if, he guessed, if he guessed 90, 1995. I would, totally, I would totally fuck him with the shoes rule. <laughs> where it's like, you big I was going to say 92. <laughs> actually, I had written it down. Shoes, like, you big huh. dummy. I'm, pr- I'm going to laugh when you chose something else and you're I, farther away than 92 was. I do want to say that I am quite confident in my ability to have achieved some answers. Hoo-wee. I don't know, man. There's a, there's, uh, the actors were tough. Psycho, yeah. the original Psycho, I have no idea. Vince Vaughn, man. Yeah, that's what I wrote. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What a weird casting for that movie, yeah. too, at the time. Well, not early in his career, well, I guess. No. But at the time, they're like, how about the guy from Swingers? Like, yeah, right? <laughs> he was just in not Lost Swingers. World, Wait, man. is it Swingers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was just in Lost World and fucking killed it. <laughs> yeah. Well, he did a... He did, uh, 
the really weird one with fucking Jeff Bridges where he was like a killer. Psycho? No. <laughs> All right, so The Shining. Shining. Uh, Shining came out in the ninth. Uh, came out in nineteen eighty. Shit. Nineteen eighty. The two names: uh, Jack Nicholson, which you guys that. both got, and Shelley Duvall was Shelley the other uh, one. Yeah, no. Chance. Some broad was not one of them. You know what used to be right. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, me either. Ryan, you wrote 1984. Jason, you got it on the nose with 1980. Damn. Wow. Wow. So I, I got, wrote that? I got plus three on that one. Wow. No, I'm sorry. Jason, you wrote 84. Oh, god damn it, dude. Ryan wrote 80. Yeah, me uh, right I'm looking, at, I'm looking at the pens. Oh, I'm in the blue. Yeah. Depends. Halloween. Yeah. Halloween came out in 1978. Uh, I think I wrote 75. first one you wouldn't know, Donald Pleasance. No. Uh, he played Loomis, but Jamie Lee Curtis was the other name yep. in that one. You, you guys that? both that. wrote down Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm not going to tell you the years because it's going to give away the points, and that's not this one. Oh, okay. Uh, Saw. Ooh. Saw came out in 2004. Oh, I said 06, I think. 2004. Context-wise, uh, I, I, the movie was on cable with commercials in 2006 when I was on spring break. Mm. And I was like, had to have been out at least a year or two before that because it wouldn't be on cable yeah. with commercials. I saw part two <laughs> in theaters when I was a sophomore in college. Yeah, okay, so yeah, that's why go. I tried to go backwards from that. Saw there. came out in 2004. Lee Bonnell is the one that you were looking for, Jason, oh, yeah. when you said the guy who wrote it. He wrote it and partially directed it right. as well. And then somebody, the guy who was supposed to play that role didn't show up and he had to do it on the yeah. fly, right? Yeah, yeah. filled in for him. Yeah. And uh, Dread Pirate Roberts. The Dread Pirate Roberts, which Gary you wrote, Lee. that's not his name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Carrie Elways, which was written by... He wrote Dread Pirate Robin. As you yeah. wish. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. Scream. Uh, Scream came out in 1996. Shit. 96 is when Scream came out. Um, uh, all right, so let me... Can I... Exp- wait, finish the actors, and then yeah. I'll tell you why. Yeah, it came out in 96. Uh, Ryan actually got both the actors for this one. Nev oh. Campbell and Courtney Cox was oh. the second one. Courtney Cox was the okay. One. So I wrote Courtney Cox and David Arquette. Yes, who's in that movie? Yeah, I didn't know if he was top billed, but I wrote. So here's what happened: I wrote '93, I mm-hmm. believe, and then I handed it to him, and I go, "No, because Friends started in '94, and yeah. that's where she met David Arquette." Yeah, and then I realized I was wrong. Yep. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So '96. Why do I know that? You know, that's weird. Nightmare on Elm Street. This was probably one of the tougher of them all. 1984. Yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street mm-hmm. came out. '85. And funny that in the IMDb search, Robert England, who played ah, Freddy Krueger, wasn't even in the, the top, top build. build. Oh, shit. The two, top, the two top build were Heather Langenkamp, yep. who played the main girl, yeah. and actually Johnny Depp, because this was Fuck his yes. first movie. Really? Johnny yes. Depp. Wow. It was his I first movie. I think Ryan movie. wins. I almost said Kevin Bacon, but I remember that he got his throat slashed by Jason Voorhees. Yeah. He did, dude. I I never saw the original Nightmare on Elm Street. I had no idea Johnny Depp was in it. Yeah. and I think Ryan won. Psycho, not Vince Vaughn, not Vince Vaughn <laughs> or Anne Hache, but though they, but she definitely was in the seat. She was in the both of those. You would have gotten the two points for that one. Yeah, you uh, that was him. Anthony Perkins and uh. Janet Lee, who is Jamie Lee Curtis's mom. Huh. Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus came out in 1993. Uh, but you guys both got the actors in this one with Bette Midler and Sarah Jessica Parker. Nice. Well and finally, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice came out in 1988. Came out in 1988. 89. And you guys both guessed Winona Ryder and Michael Keaton. Neither one of them were top billed in that what? one. Alec Baldwin uh, and Gina Davis uh, were the two top billed. Wow. That makes more sense. Michael, Michael Keaton was actually only in about 23 minutes of the whole Because he's Beetlejuice. Movie. Yeah. 
Nice mm-hmm. fucking model. <laughs> you guys, this is a really tight race. I think oh, you man. won, Jason. I think you, you won. You were closer and on frankly, the years. But I might have been closer on the years, but you had more cutaways with the actors. I think. And again, remember, you didn't want points. The Her, score was yeah. zero to two. Ooh. Ooh. So really, really close. Wow. I think you won, Jason. Your winner tonight, Ryan Cruz. I was telling Stubby today that I needed a fucking no win. right angles. I needed this win. Nice job. I that was a fun game. I met that was a fun game. I'm mad at both of us for doing Michael Keaton. And <laughs> you know what though? I also wrote. Um, who did I write? Oh, I didn't think of Nev Campbell for Scream. Yeah, yeah you put Garcad. Didn't even think of that. Yeah. Um, I I could picture. I'm like it's a blonde guy with like the swoop and the glasses, and I like just. Didn't realize it was Alec yeah. Baldwin, and I yeah. totally forgot about Gina Davis. Yeah, I don't know yeah. totally. Immediately, I was like, "Well, Keaton played Beetlejuice, and yeah. why Nora Ryder's like the main girl, yep. right? Exactly. But they play the parents, right? They play the the ghosts, the homeowners. That, the homeowners. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shit. So, wow. good job, good Shit. game, boys. Well done. That was, a fun game. that was a fun game. I well like that done. game. Nice job. Thank Spent you. some time on that. Uh, not too much, but well, yeah, that's okay. That's <laughs> yeah, you really could have just IMDb it as we went. That's smart. I should do more of that. Have you ever listened to a song? And I just want to be able to give you guys kind of an even. Well, fuck that it. guy. So that way, you know, yeah. not one of you is like a topic. No. Neither yeah. one of us know anything about. Yeah, that way, one of you guys. No. Is he always no. get easy one. No, he gets no. easy one. No, no. no. Do you piece of cheesecake? No, Rob Schneider. Fifty-six. Pony. It's time now to hear what guys think. Culture Cast Radio brings you shit it or get it. Oh man, shit it or get it. This is where we go around the table with get the in meatball. Maybe you prefer that analogy with new releases. <laughs> or or uh, discoveries of music in the week We share them Then we say whether we'll get them or shit them uh, I picked the new Maroon 5 Oh, nope, just kidding It's actually Post Malone uh, what? I already shit this Do you? I'm pretty sure You're not a Post Malone guy? I haven't even heard it I am not Okay I just don't get it That's fair It sounds I, I'm not kidding It sounds so much like that uh, Maroon 5 one That he just that they just put out It's called Allergic <laughs> I just don't get like wasted on Sunday erase your Monday This is different Yeah than what I'm used to from him I guess Yeah That part I'm not a fan of. But, uh, uh, uh. Remember the 80s. I just, yeah, so this, like, if anybody wants to tell me Post Malone is anything but pop music, they're lying and they're wrong. And that's oh, why right. I always say that White Iverson was like a rap song, but it was the laziest piece of shit I'd ever heard. Then he's this huge rap star, but he doesn't rap. He plays yeah. instruments very well. Yeah. And he sings. And this is not hit rap or hip hop or anything in that realm. This one doesn't stay this consistent enough for me to like get into. This is pop music. Yeah. And if he wants to, I just I've never gotten it. I, I like don't it. Get it. I'm I'll get it. it. I'm gonna shit it. I'm gonna shit it too. I'm Sorry, it. that's all right. I'm gonna play the new highly suspect track Canals. I love this jam. Fuck. So good. I if you hadn't already heard it, I was like, this is going on your your. 
squat playlist. I literally just heard this for the first time yesterday. Yeah? So Dude, good. You got to make it to the chorus stubs. Um, okay. Because it was the chorus that I was like, oh, shit. Like... Coincidentally, yesterday was a squat day. They actually, their new album comes out tomorrow. Sure. I like it. Dude, yeah, that's, that's this band is weird and wild. That's very NHL 2K20. <laughs> Hell yeah. Kind of is, yeah. Without, yeah, they probably... <laughs> I don't think the words would make it on there. Yeah, uh, but the uh, the bridge. Sure, what? It'll be like. Beep, 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 beep. There's a bridge melody that's in Swahili. It's crazy. Huh. Oh. Yeah, that bridge part. Yeah, Cute. That's yeah, awesome. It's wild. Ryan. Um, Forrest Black, B L A K K. I saw this guy in concert with Need to Breathe about a year or so ago. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. He has a new one out called Put Your Hands Up. No. Well, I mean, he didn't say please. So oh. He's got to do it. Because it depends on the context. Yeah. Doesn't sound like the context I was thinking. No. If you're feeling all alone, maybe lost or just confused, put your hand up. Oh, I get it. He's a really good song. If you're dealing with a broken heart and you're not sure what to do, put your hand up. This is the EBC pick of the week. A little bit, about half cup. If you lost someone you care about somewhere along the road, put your hand up so you know you're not alone. Put your hand up. Very 2000s teen movie of overcoming cancer or something. Kinda, yeah. It was oh, it was them. It. it was uh, yeah. Forrest Black, Need you to Breathe, laugh. and Johnny Swim. A mosh pit to remember. Mosh pit to remember is what it is for sure. <laughs> I like it. I'll get it. <laughs> cool. uh, yeah, I'll admit I've been watching a lot of Grey's Anatomy lately. I got really fucking caught into it. Nerd, yeah. love it. <laughs> uh, but man, they really Shonen Rhimes really knows how to pick music for this series. I've always heard that's a strong point. In this very, show. very much so. And I came across uh, a song by John Legend um, called You and I, Nobody in the World. And I, 
ever since like listening to the voice. Like I was, I knew John Legend, I knew of his work and stuff like that, but I didn't exactly like really get into John Legend. And the more that I've been watching the voice, yeah, I can really catch John Legend's voice now. Lids turned me on to John Legend early in our relationship, so anything he does, I'm, I'm going to get. John Legend so once sang Justine Happy Birthday. Get out of here! No shit. Apparently, her dad. You were fine in my used to be close with Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan and Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan and Shaka Khan is John Legend's like aunt. Yeah. And yeah, so it was her birthday, and there was a big like get together, and they were both there, and that John Legend sang her happy birthday. That's, that, that is so fucking badass. Isn't that crazy? Um, also. There's multiple elements to that. One, did not know Shaka Khan was John Legend's family member at all, which then leads me to my previous point from earlier, which like, well, that's surprising. And I'm like, now I'm not surprised that John Legend is famous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, her dad, who's I've met, lives in Bloomington, like new Shaka Khan. Yeah, what? I have to ask him about that now. Uh, but also, did you hear about um, Lydia Liza and that whole baby it's cold outside thing? So Lydia Liza is a friend of mine. She's a local musician. And yep. three years ago, her and a guy named Josiah Lemansky did the the updated version of Baby It's Cold Outside because the lyrics were very, like, can be misconstrued to be, it's not originally intended like this. Like it was, like, sounds it was real rapey. Like the 40s, yeah. It sounds kind of rapey. Yeah. And so they updated it for the Me Too era, right? And now it came out that John Legend and Kelly Clarkson are doing a version. Yeah. And now, like, and so Lydia started blasting Twitter and Facebook. She's like, yo, we did this three years ago. And she's, like, tagging Legend and Clarkson and all of it. Uh, Star Tribune tweeted it out and, like, wrote an article about it. City Pages wrote an article about it. They get mentioned, like, the New York Times or someone with the original publication that mentions the fact that John Legend and Kelly Clarkson are doing an update to Baby It's Cold Outside for it. So it's not so rapey. So it's not so rapey. Yeah. They didn't use those words, but yeah. Um, and I mean, at the bottom of the Smiths over there, but yeah. <laughs> and at the bottom of the article, they mentioned that actually a duo from Minneapolis did this previously, mm. and so now Lydia's like, "Why don't you just do our version? This is stupid. Like yeah. we already did this, and it has like over a million plays. No and shit. it was actually they were two years ahead of the curve because last holiday season was when the huge baby it's cold outside controversy exploded all over the country because like one radio station in Ohio was like, "We're not playing it anymore," and then it just spread like wildfire. Yeah. And then th- her song that she did, their song that they did two years prior to that, like re blew up all over again. Yeah. So it's crazy. That's cool. The whole anyway. the whole thing is insane to me. I, I I John Legend's just been all over my TV left and right. I yeah. just finished that breakfast, lunch, and dinner with David Chang. Okay. Uh, okay. If you have you watched that yet? Nope. First episode, Seth Rogen, fantastic. Nice. Because awesome. they go to Vancouver, like Seth Rogen's yeah. hometown, and yeah. they go over so much from there, which is yeah. super cool. Um, I'll get this by the way. Uh, and then uh, uh, the second episode is Chrissy Teigen, and they're in Morocco. Oh, nice! And they decide that they're going to start a show. Uh, David Chang and Chrissy Teigen called American Chubs, where they just go all over the place eating. And Chrissy Teigen calls John Legend. She's like, "Can you just come up with some sort of riff for us, real quick, for American Chubs?" And off on the spot, he was just boom, hits it. So <laughs> yeah, John Legend's like the coolest fucking person. It was actually ever. his his spot in La La Land was what kind of turned me on. <laughs> I fucking love him. In La I still La haven't Land. seen that movie. It's so good, dude. The joke that uh, so good. The joke that Galifianakis makes to John to uh, John Legend <laughs> uh, and two ferns. And two ferns. What does he ask him again? He asked him. He goes, uh, uh, "Do you feel like La La Land is really kind of giving a play?" for white people to teach black people about <laughs> <Yeah>. jazz. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> so fucking funny. Uh, so good. I'll have to ask Randy about John Legend, I guess. All so right. Tell him to put me in touch. Yeah. yeah. You're up, Jason. Uh, Menzinger's put out a new album. I don't know if I've played it yet. Have I? I don't think so. Cool. Play um, the very o- the opening track. The new album's called Hello Exile. Came out about maybe two weeks ago, uh, three weeks ago. Um, the very first track is called America, I Love You, But You're Freaking Me Out. Good concert? Great concert. Oh, yeah. I'm a- did you Actually, go talk to the guys at McDonald's the next morning about it? No, we didn't. Unfortunately, oh, right. it was closed to construction. But um, they put on a great show. Greg's voice kind of gave out a few songs in. I think he was sick, but he muscled through it. I like the fake deer on the on the album cover. He's got a banner with that. It looks dope. Yeah. We got a neighbor just down the block here who's got fucking fake deer in his goddamn front yard freaks me out every time I go for a walk <laughs> I like this this is good I'll get this I'll get this too I like it a course. yeah of course of course it's good there's only three of us why the fuck not yeah Ryan and I were about to do fucking 30 shit here to get it. Yeah. <laughs> we were just going to do albums. <laughs> Three albums each. Hey, if I come to your guys' Benzinger's fucking meeting and buy everybody a sausage McMuffin, can I can I get into this group? Or? Yeah. Okay. That's, a, that's really the only entry fee. That's Sweet. cool. All four of you guys are getting sausage McMuffins. It's yeah. going to be fantastic. Fuck yeah. Let I want you, one right now. I'm so hungry. Out. Dude, breakfast all day at McDonald's. I'm going to go eat four ball. packages of ramen. You want a spoon so you can eat my ass? I don't think that would fill me up. <laughs> I had Chipotle today. He's got a whole lot of butt over there. Yeah, that's, that's true. You do have a you do have a nice piece of cake. Thank you. I grew up myself. Uh, Ron Pope has a, a new song out called "Wait and See." Let him get high. Is that Ron Pope? I don't know. Let him get stoned. Isn't I that think Ron so, Pope? Yeah. Sure. He's gonna be here in January at the Is Fine it? Line. Oh, dude! I just saw that Serengeti's gonna be here in November. I'm super stoked for that. Working. Nice. Oh. Cursing teenage marines till the TJ police came and broke up the scene. Damn the stars. I don't know what any of this means. They seem brighter can you, down. Can we write heaven <laughs> looked next for next week's show? Can Ryan and I write a fucking bio for Lake Avenue and you pick which one and post it for a day on your fucking Spotify? Yeah, for sure. Yes. Nobody looks at our shit anymore. Nashville-based singer-songwriter Ron Pope has been navigating a sea change as of late. Good good on you, you nautical son of a bitch. (laughs) Captain Pope. If this is the same guy who did Let Him Get High, I think that, I mean, Sea Changes is a turn of phrase for, like, now he plays this. I think it's, like, Get Stoned, I think, is the song that he has. Well, it is called Get Stoned. Let Him Get High. Let Him Get Stoned. Is that a drop in the ocean, or is that... Because a drop in the ocean is his biggest hit. Yeah. Is it? It is. Who plays Let Him Get High? Mono 
Mondo Cosmo. No, Mondo Cosmo. Never mind. We've played it on the show before. For some reason, I thought it was Ron Pope. Yeah. Well, it's not. Uh, you know, man, I gotta be in a mood to be to, to listen. That's to kind of that what I'm feeling sure. here. I was just excited. It's good. He had a new song. It's good. I just gotta kind of be in the mood for it. I yeah, think. he's he's definitely a, a mood listening. All right. So I know that Ryan's gonna get this one, but I want to get oh, Jason about Jesus. Oh, all right. EBC he's pick of the week. He's my guy. Not about weed. He's, uh, he's my main guy. Uh, so, so your co-pilot. So this is a uh, take the wheel. This is a wrestler's theme. And I'm going to play a wrestler's theme because I fucking love this theme. I just want to get Jason's take on this one. Sure. Uh, for um, uh, the, the wrestler's name is Tommaso Ciampa. Into it. Ciampa. It's called No One Will Survive. This guy is, is as intense as this song is. If I can guess the wrestler, what do I win? So then you win a listening award. I thought you told me that. I thought it was the name of the artist. No, that's the name of the artist. That's the wrestler. Oh, yeah. Thomas Ciampa or whatever? Tommaso Ciampa. Tommaso Ciampa. I thought, you, I thought that was the artist. Okay. Was it written for him? Because it sounds like it was written as a theme. It was written for him. Okay. Yeah. Who plays the song? Picture of uh, it's the uh, they're in-house. They have like an in-house oh, yeah. company now. CFOs is what they're called. Crazy. Wait, so all of their music is done by the same band now? Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Sound like Deadsy. Is that? Is that Keegan Michael Key? <laughs> <laughs> With a beard and muscles? That dude's got abs on top of abs. That dude is out of abs. stupid ripped. Alright. Is he, uh, what is he, a heel face? What is he? He's, he's a champion. I see a belt. He, he, was, he was a heel. Yeah, but and he's one of those heels that's so good that he just made this return after a big neck injury and surgery and stuff. Yeah, okay. he just had a major neck surgery. It hasn't changed the gimmick at all, but he's just stupid over. He's the big biggest face in NXT right now. Oh, okay, 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 yeah. okay, 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 did I play the new Red City Radio? Yes. Yeah, because remember we remember we said that it sounded like what Blake Avenue would sound like with Gabe Douglas. Oh so yeah, that's right. Jason Douglas. Yep. You know that that makes more sense. That hurt from a place of truth. Yeah, it did. <laughs> Thanks for good job, Jason. He really wants to sound like Brendan Urie. Yes. Yeah, he does. Yes. This actually isn't the singer of the band anymore because he got accused of... uh, Diddling? Well, not diddling, but trying to get pictures from people that weren't quite old enough to be handing out said pictures. That sounds sounds about right. 
But their new songer, their, their new songer, <laughs> their new songer, their new songer guy, their new singer sounds remarkably like this guy, which is kind of the idea, yeah. I guess. But it's still, I think the new guy's better. I'm gonna shit this, bro. Oh, I'm a man. fan. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna shit this too. Um, well, I, just fuck me. I just don't like his voice. I dig the riffs. Okay. Yeah. I just don't like his voice. Um, blind Leading the Blind, Mumford and Sons put out a new song. Oh, good. Uh, about a week ago. Oh, I'm so scared about that. I missed this. it. So it can't scared. be worse than the new Zach Brown band we tried. That's true. Oh, Mondo Cosmo is a new song. My generation stuck in the I went back and I Oh, I get it. All right, this is their political song. Easy. Yeah, Blind Leading the Blind. I went back and listened to Sigh No More one more time. God, that album is so fucking good. Babel is great, too. Yeah, really, really good. They deserved all the accolades and love they got for those albums because at the time, they were nothing, nothing else that sounded like it. No. No, and they, could, they, they called it like English Dirty Folk or something yeah. like that. It was really well done. This sounds like a political song if I, I hear the lyrics. I don't like I don't like it. I want to like it. I don't hate the music. No. And (laughs) I always complained about their new shit needing like more of that hard banjo that they had before. I can hear in the background a little bit. It sounds like they mixed the fish. Here it is. That's classic Mumford right there where they go hard and then they like kind of stop and let Marcus and the band harmonize yeah. together. That's old school. You know what, man? I'll get this, actually. I'll get it, yeah. too. I like this. It would make me curious about what another album might sound like. I me, too. I don't always go for the Mumford, but this one I yeah, enjoy. Those first two albums are just so fucking good. I loved them. Uh, good show, boys. Yeah. Fun times. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fun yeah. Times. Good to have you back. Good to have you back, Jason. But Good to be back. Hopefully, we will be back to full force next week. But who the hell Ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch- knows? CCR full thrust. CCR I will be here. Um, Culture Cast Radio is. Thank you. Yeah. Culture Cast Radio <laughs> is a 4D podcast production. The honor talent this evening is one Mr. Ryan Cruz. Find him on all the uh, social media at Cruz. Yeah. What uh, what you got going on? You can find me at the Richfield American Legion Wrestling for the American Wrestling Federation on November 9th. It is a Saturday, 7.30 start. Dope. And super shout out to Leah Fontaine, our photographer from our wedding. We just got our wedding pictures ah, back today. Good, good pics, man. Hot damn, do they look amazing. She's so talented for anything family-related, event-related. Leah Fontaine Photography. Google her. She is amazing. Awesome. Jason Douglas nice. at the Jason Douglas. Yeah. Yeah, Lake Avenue with American Revival and Blinds tomorrow at Mayslacks. Uh, music oh, no starts shit. at 839. Okay. Uh, five dollar cover. It's cheap. We go on late. We play eleven, eleven thirty. Some we're gonna play late one. Um, so late. So late I for mean, Papa Bear. I know. It's <laughs> But it's Rock a Friday roll. night. It's a Friday night. We got nothing going on. And so we, uh, And we get an hour back on Sunday, bruv. Yeah, I might. Oh, uh, shit, do we? Yeah, fall might back, go, bruv. Might go, yeah. Might go play uh, uh, might go play maybe go play some trips and then go see uh uh, Let me know if you do. I might uh, tech back around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That might I don't be know what that means. Oh, wait, I forget that I like fallback. Yeah. But then everything gets darker, right? Yeah, it gets dark. It gets darker earlier. And it gets yeah. dark at like 4.30. Yeah. 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 See, so we're just like six months of being sad. 
Yeah. Shit. That's this weekend? Yeah. yeah. Damn. All right. Well, anyway, uh, yeah, it's Friday. You don't have to get drunk, and you get an extra hour of sleep on Sunday. So come on out to Maceslacks. It should be a shit show and pretty fun. Um, shout out to Clark Feldman. Random to you at the Shout Out to Menzingers One, two, concert. Three. Are you serious, and- Clark? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, that's all I got. Awesome. Uh, my name is Jake Beaver. You can find me at Stubby Two Cents on uh, everything this and that. Uh, find <laughs> stupid tweets and fucking stupider pictures on instagram for me rain general radio here live on uh tuesdays at 7 p.m we're gearing up for our six man tag match in the battle bowls sean Lil just named his third partner bob shitmouth shelty will be in house oh did. boy yeah yeah and he's taking on Cruz and maddie he's atlantic and so billy bad. jellamy yeah <laughs> I, I love that i i love he showed me the screenshot yeah of, of, you just, being, of you being simultaneously recruited, right? You, you chose the light side. You I, cho- I did. You know, you chose the force. There, there are just certain worlds that'll never exist where me and Sean Lowell are actually on the same team. Docking <laughs> 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 station. Then we don't get along. Uh-uh. No, I love no, you, no, Sean. No, no. Uh, for the homeless heartthrobs. <laughs> yeah. For Ryan Cruz, for Jason Douglas, I'm Stubby J. We'll see you guys next you week. Speak to me. Just kind of did though. I'm lost in the woods. You lost that game, man. I thought you had it. Fuck, dude. So close. That was so close. Yeah. You know what I should have done is turn it off because it's over.